Welcome to the podcast Behind the Counter with your host, me, Heidi Blum, also known as the Food Czar. I'm a born and bred Livingston, New Jersey mom of three, and I've seen firsthand over the past few years how food and the people behind the counter can bring a community together. We all have a story and we all have an appetite. Each episode will explore the thread between food, people, and community and the stories that weave them all together. So I hope you're ready to get behind the counter and dig in. Here we go. This is Behind the Counter. Behind the Counter. With the food zone. Here's Heidi. So without further ado, my first guest is Gabriella Oziano from Calabria's. And the reason I chose Gabriella is because when COVID hit in March of 2020, and all of us were sitting around trying to figure out what was going on, for some reason, Calabria's knew how to pivot. They knew how to pivot right away. My son was working for Calabria's, and he would send me a flyer every day of family meal, meals that were yep. not expensive and you could add in a bottle of wine and dessert. I mean, they knew what the community needed at the time when the community didn't even know what they needed. Right. And that is where a czar was born, the food czar. That's how this whole thing we really, really started. We needed to get the word out. So, it was hard because you're using your platform, your own platform, but it, you're only reaching the customers that you have. So by you posting it, it's getting out there so that there's other people that maybe don't follow us are now seeing it because you're posting it. It's getting out and people are sharing well, it. Yeah. I mean, I was like a posting animal at the time, but at the end of the day, Gabriella has become quite the social media uh, entrepreneur or connoisseur or whatever word it is in. With you guys. I, I didn't even know if it worked, to be honest with you. But, but how did you know when COVID hit, how did you know how to pivot to that? That you said if family I, meals with a flyer because you didn't have that before. If I could tell you, I don't know how it happened, but it just happened. Like I was literally seeing, you know, people see like restaurants and stuff like that. They don't realize that, you know, you have certain numbers you need to hit. And when you're not making those numbers, you're just like, wait a second, this is really happening. Like what's going on here? When you have a steady flow of people coming in, you know, you open your door, your phones are ringing. But then all of a sudden, everything's slowing down. People are scared. People are not leaving their house. And, and your staff, too, right? And the staff. And everybody's, like, worried about, like, what's going on? Am I going to have a job? Like, we're not making what we're doing. And, you know, you start thinking of things. And to be honest with you, it just started with, like, I've seen people struggling. And... I was laying, I was literally laying in bed and I'm like, I asked my dad, I was like, dad, I need to come up with something because they were like done. They were ready to retire. They're like, we're done. I don't need this. Like, you know, and I, I was telling a story like I just got married. I, oh yeah. Yeah. And you like, didn't even go on your honeymoon yet. No. Right? You the, got canceled. The, na- the night of. Yeah. And next thing you know, a week later, you're, I don't like, I'm, am I going to have a job? Yeah. You know? Like I didn't know. And it's tough, but. I thought of the meal. Heidi, I don't know what made me think of it. I just, I asked my dad, I was like, I need to think of something where, you know, we're still making money, but at the same time, it's gonna hurt a little bit, but at, you know, I think that if we sell enough of them, 
will make her money, you know? So I mean, your your I staff, it. I would think, your staff is your community. That's like your family, right? I needed to do whatever like they they were out of ideas. They didn't yeah. know what to do. They were just like, oh, "All right, that's it," you know? No, you know? So, when you have like 40 employees that depend on you, you need to think of something like what are we going to do? So, um, I posted it on Facebook. It was on a Sunday. Yep. I took the, I was just like around like seven in the morning. Next thing you know, you know, we're like, oh, let's just come in early. My cousin calls me and he's like, holy, can I curse? I think you can curse. Yeah. I don't he's think like, there's no beep. Shit. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you need to get here right now. And I'm like, why? He's like, my, the fax is going crazy. The phones are going crazy. There's people out the door. I'm like, we're, dude, it's like 7.30. Nobody's, like, we're not even open. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck did you put on there? And I'm like, and my husband's like, are you crazy posting something like that? I was like, listen, we just have to do it. So in 40 years, they never said, stop taking orders. Yeah. Stop taking orders. Yeah, you would s- sell out of the orders, in the like fan mails. In like two hours, we had people from PA and New York. And your son was here. Yeah. He was like... It was crazy. What, what do I tell these people? I'm like, that's yeah. it. That's it. We're, we're done. How was business before that? So... Actually, let's go back for a second. Before, like, COVID. But, but I was going to say before COVID, but I was going to say, let's take it back for a second. So Calabria's was originated in 1980. Yes. Right? Your first location was at uh, next to ShopRite. Where Viva uh, Guacamole is Yeah. Yeah. So we were there for 10 years, and then we moved to this location, which wasn't as big. Yeah, it was a little White be, House. Yes. Yep. It used to be the Deli Gerardo's. Yep. And then um, in 2000, they made the renovations. They put the addition, and then we opened up. Um, so this has been like this since 2000. Wow. So 23 years ago. Yeah. So, so a total of 43 years. So, I mean, I grew up going to, my kids grew up going to Calabria's. I went to Calabria's. 1980, I mean, I was, I'm not sure how old I was, a teenager. Yeah. You know, I mean, Calabria's was here. I mean, so it was always, like, to me, you probably, in my eyes, business was always probably very steady and stuff like that. In the beginning, like, you're making your money. You're, yeah. you're steady. But then, as things start changing and, you know, new stuff people start opening up you need to step up your game yeah. so you know i really was never involved in the social media yep. i never did the social media yeah so after i took over the social media i started messing around with it to see like are am i getting responses like i didn't know and it just so happened that like i don't know i started posting like crazy so here's here's the cool thing well so uh i'm jumping around a little bit but so dave portnoy comes so the was that, story that was after that was after COVID. Way, this was way after. Yeah. So that was in January when he came. But what happened? The reason why we blew up was because we started doing the family meal. Yep. And then I saw that stuff wasn't getting better. And then there I am on a Sunday. I posted. I was like, shit, things are getting really bad. Like there's people out there that like obviously could afford, you know. Yeah. They're coming for help. And I'm just like, he, and, you know, those people are like, things are getting bad. Like, they're very bad. So I posted on Facebook, if you need any help, no questions asked, come here. And that's how we started donating meals. Right. That same day. So I posted it in the morning. That I remember same day, you would bring the meals also to the churches and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So 
around like 11 o'clock, my father calls me. And he says to me that CBS 2 News is on the phone looking for you. I was, he's like, what did you do? I was like, <laughs> nothing. I just posted on Facebook. What did you do? Yeah. Yeah, because he was concerned. Yeah. And that was it. They came. They filmed. Then Eyewitness News called. They put me on. And then about maybe like two months later, we're doing our thing, donating. The family meals are working. We're busy. Everyone's, you know, steady. Um, the Today Show calls. The Today Show's like, we've been following you. We want you on your show. That's crazy. On the show. So they asked me, they gave me a list of places of where we've donated. So for people to say like, oh, we donated here, here, and there. Yeah. You can't BS that. Yeah. They went there. Yeah. You have to do the, the check. Like they the went check. there yeah. to see like, hey, did she really do all this stuff? Because when they put me on camera, the director of the shelter gets on. Oh, and says, oh, they've been and amazing. The families, they really, yeah. They kept showing all the families that were getting the meals and they're saying, thank you. And that's why, like, your son's like, you better not cry again. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you don't understand. I have to say, I'm so emotional. You know what's so funny is. I'm not emotional. Uh, you, person. Like, to me, you were always a little, uh, I hope this, you don't know, find this, whatever, but, yeah. like, you're tough. So, no, to, but I, I, I will attest that you are not so tough. No, you're a softie. Yeah, I think I think a lot of this. I think the responsibility really, of it. Yeah, I I don't cry for anything. Yeah, but for some reason, like I can't even watch it. I watched Marley and Me. This movie. yeah, yeah, the movie. That's I the was dogs. crying. Yeah. The whole time, my husband's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was yeah, like, we're cracking. We're I, I cracking just, you open, Gab. We're cracking you yeah, open. Yeah, just this whole thing was like crazy. So soon after the Today Show airs, I start. We start seeing on social media that Dave starts liking our stuff. So I'm asking like, "Hey, Kush." I'm like, "Is this real?" He's like, "Yeah, it's real." Kush would be Matthew, my son. Hey, Kush. And he's like, yeah, this is real. We have to, like, step up our game. And I'm like, okay, so we're practicing, practicing. Next thing you know, boom, comes in. He just shows up. January, it was January uh, 2021. I think we're on January 15th or something. That He shows up at 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning. We had no idea. And I lost it. I'm sure. You know what? Because all the kids here, yeah. they love him. And they're like, we got to get El Presidente here. We have to get him here. And it just like so happened, the power of social media. I'm tagging him. Yep. Boom. Well, and the power of the good you were putting out in the world it comes just, back to you. You just, know what I'm saying? That's what happens. A lot of people say like, you know, COVID was the worst years, like the worst time of their life or whatever. It was very scary, but it changed all of us. Oh, yeah. And in the good and in the bad, like we... We just got together and did whatever we needed Look, to do. Look, I would never have this job. I'd be never be doing this podcast if it wasn't for COVID. And it's brought me more joy than I could have ever imagined. I mean, so it's the horrible while it was happening, but the good that it has brought. And like I said, you put He's, good into the world, Gab, it comes back to you. And that's what was, I think happened. He knew everything about us. Like where I went to high school, college. He's like, I, we waited for our 1,000 review to come here. And um, that's insane. I, that's why I called. I'm like, he's, yeah. I'm like, he's fucking here. Yeah. And your your son's calling. I know. Me. And I think I'm he's like, on the FaceTime. He's on the FaceTime on I the wait, video. Like, yeah. See, can I? So I got him on FaceTime. He's on there. And he just Dave was like, this isn't going to be the last time you hear from me. And he pulled me aside and he said a few things to me. And he wasn't bullshitting. Yeah. I still to this day, <clears throat> we go to headquarters. 
all the crew comes here. Dave always reaches out to see how yeah, we're doing. It's amazing. I've seen Dave already like two, three times afterwards. Yeah. And I actually spoke to him two weeks ago. That's incredible. So we built a relationship and he said to us, he's like, I've never seen anybody do what you did with that number or just like with my review. He's oh, like, yeah. cause he doesn't need, to be honest with you, you meet him. If you don't know, Calabria's got an eight. Point nine for their crunchy thin. It was a life changing thing. And if you drive by Calabria's, it's everywhere. Barstool yeah. logo is everywhere. Eight point nine everywhere. Yeah. And you know what? The pizza's an eight point nine. If it's yeah. not, if it's not a nine, in my opinion, <laughs> it's it, one of our favorites. You know, the the kids they were so excited. and They're like to even get a seven. That's oh, that's good. A, yeah, totally. So to get the score, it was just insane and it well, just well I think that probably changed <clears throat> launched your business up oh my god yeah crazy you have no idea so uh, you know it's interesting there's that Facebook group uh, uh, Jersey what is it pizza, pizza, pizza joints so what I notice all the time and this is the best is that whether somebody gives you a good review or a bad review. Welcome to our family. Welcome to our family. Just that to me is the best. You're like, if somebody says, nah, there was no flop, there was no la la la, all Gabby writes is, welcome to our family. Yeah. It's the best response because that's what it is for you, I feel like. I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, not everyone's going to like it, but as long as they came in, hey, you tried it, yep. you know? Yeah. So, if you come back, you come back. If you don't like it, you don't like it. It's a, I such a good attitude. I can't force anybody to like our no. stuff. You know, you come here for the experience. You come here to be a part of a family. Because to me, if you come to work, I come to work every day. I have to talk to people every day, yep. even if I don't want to. Yep. But you need to make it so that it's pleasant for them, that they feel like they're a part of the family. So uh, growing up, did you think that this is where you would be? Since I was a little girl, I've always came to work with my father. Yeah, I remember you um, being here. Since I was little. And I always dreamed to do this. That's incredible. Um, I could have, I probably was like four or five years old coming here every day with him. Going to the market, because we used to live in Kearney. And we used, he used to pick me up from school, or I don't know how old I was, yeah. whatever. Or if I had the day off on the weekend, we used to go to Newark and pick up the vegetables. Right. And then I remember driving in the van with my dad and coming here. That's so, first of all, how much fun for a kid. I had so much yeah. joy coming here. Yeah. I mean, to see your dad happy cooking. I mean, that's, is 18, this where you learned how to cook? 18 years I've been working with my dad. That's crazy. 18 years. I'll be 31. So. A young 31. <laughs> 18 years. That's so crazy. It's, I, I'm blessed because, I don't know, I just, it's good. I like it. So. Uh, I enjoy working with him. Tell me, so, so what's your favorite thing to cook here? To be honest with you, I'm not like, everyone's like, what do you love to cook? What yeah. Do, I don't. I don't have like a favorite thing. Like I'm not. You just you just cook. Yeah, whatever comes to mind. Like the staff yesterday wanted veal marsala, so I made it last night. They're like, yeah. "Wow, this is really good," and I'm like, "Okay." Like, what's the number one ordered pizza? Obviously, the crunchy thin. I would say all the crunchy thins are our number one um, big hit, but um, it's between the. Plain crunchy thin, upside down, Mike's hot honey. Mike's hot honey, yeah. Those are like our number one. What about entree wise? Penny vodka, 
Yeah, my kids love the penne vodka. And That's they love always, the meatballs, yeah. And also the pan-seared chicken's very popular. I still love the Sunday chicken. That's my favorite. I love the Sunday chicken. I love chicken. chicken on the bone. I love chicken on the bone, too. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. But, you know, uh, not a lot of people order that, though. I don't think they know it. Yeah. I think you have to know. The Sunday chicken's the best. I'll tell you what, my chicken favorite... Chicken balsamic is very popular here, too. Really? My yeah. favorite... Um, which I haven't ordered in so long was that cauliflower pizza. Oh, it yeah. was the Big Mac on the cauliflower pizza. Yeah. You need to do a Big Mac on a regular pizza. You know what? Not as good. No. Because the the cauliflower we're, crust has the we're cheese. We're known to like our specialty pies are more like buffalo chicken, yeah. barbecue chicken. Oh, my kids love the buffalo chicken the, too. The Kush pie. Yeah. That's spicy ranch. The Kush pie is named after my son. Yeah. I think there it's needs to be a food czar pie. Foods are pie. You tell me what we'll yeah. put in there. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it. I actually have a request for your son. I have to make one. Yeah, he wants it sent by Gold Belly. Yeah, but I'll send it to Send you. it to me. Yeah. yeah. We're, like, I mean, there's obviously a lot of pizza places in Livingston, mm-hmm. right? I think you guys all know each other. Mm-hmm. You guys seem to have a nice uh, relationship in terms of, um, I mean, really with all the places in town, right? I mean, everybody knows everybody. It doesn't seem to be a competition. It seems like everyone gets their fair share. Would you? Is that true, you think? Yeah. Yeah. You build your own clientele. Yeah. You know, everyone sticks to their to their own thing. And, you know, always, you're always, you know, that's how you have to be because it's not worth to, to do that, you know. You just end up biting your own, yourself. Good breeds good, Gab. You just got to stick what to your own. What if you had one food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Grilled chicken broccoli rub. Really? You make that here too. Yeah, I could eat that every day. I might want that for lunch. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I stick to I could eat probably, yeah, I could eat that every day. So um, uh, what does family mean to you? Family, they're there when you need them. And you just, without family, you're nothing, you know? I'm very close with my mom, my dad, my brother. We're very, very close. And you, you need each other. You know? Yes, that's that you do. Because without them, it's, it's nothing. Nobody's going to ever treat, like, nobody will ever treat me like the way my dad treats me. Like, you know? Yeah. It, even my husband, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's my husband, but He's not nobody's your dad. my dad. Yeah. I'm sure you're daddy's little precious girl, too. Yeah, nobody will ever. He's he sitting always, over there. He was sitting over there watching, making sure making sure it was going thing okay. With my mom, she's very tough. Yeah. But nobody's my mom. You know, she'll she'll tell me how it is. It, she'll she'll set me straight. She's very close to my brother. I'm very close to my. Oh really? Yeah. Isn't it funny how it so works out that way? So if I don't feel way? good, I'm like, Ma, I don't feel good. She's like, Go to your father. Yeah. <laughs> she'll tell me. She'll be like, There's no. That's hysterical. There's no not feeling well. That's incredible. So uh, if you could say something to the Livingston community, like, what does the Livingston community mean to you? You guys made us. You guys, without you guys, we would be nothing. You know, you supported my family for 43 years. Without the community, you got, you're nothing. Yeah. Well, we thank you for being here for 43 years. Yeah. I mean, you do, yeah, always- you, you do all the fundraisers, right, for the schools, for the sports teams, right? You sponsor them. I mean, all of it. I think there's nothing you say no to. Um, now, like, every morning I wake up, I get emails from, like, schools, uh, Cedar Knolls, wherever we were doing the family meals. Yeah. They all call for, like, the donations for the schools. I donate it. I, whatever you guys want. 
like that was a time that we needed help and everyone needed help so now's our time to get back again and you know go from there it's incredible so how do you think this first uh, episode of behind the counter with the foods are went it's good it's all right. We're going to get there. I think the people would like to get to know the owners and, like, talk to the, you know, know more about you. So I think uh, if you want to visit Calabria's, your address is? 588 South Livingston Avenue. Livingston, Livingston New, New Jersey. Jersey. You can say it at the same time. Your website is Calabria's. New- Calabria's. No. Now you got me. <laughs> NJ.com. And for those of you that don't live in Livingston or the area, you can get the crispy thin pizza at Goldbelly. Goldbelly.com. And that's not Gold a sponsor, Belly by the way. Yeah. yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, yeah. You can get that on there. Raviolis and our pizzas. There's five different types of pizzas on there. Are they all the crunchy thin or are they all? Only crunchy thin. That's amazing. How's that been? People order? Knock, on, knock on the table. We're sitting at a table, sort of behind it's a counter. It's actually very. Um, that side of the business is very profitable. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I don't want to say that it's not, but you got to work. I think if it wasn't a lot of work, I have a feeling you wouldn't be into it. I think you like it. It was challenging. So, again, you can find Calabria's at calabrianewjersey.com. You can get a chip, goldbelly.com, or you can visit them in person in Livingston. Correct. Uh, this is Heidi Blum, your foods are, with our first episode of Behind the Counter with the Foods Are. Ending our first guest, Gabriella Ottiano from Calabria's. And um, I hope you enjoyed learning to know about Gab and learning about, to know, learning about Calabria's. And uh, look out for more episodes. You can find me on Spotify and I think Apple, but I'm sure I'll be posting about it. And um, all I can tell you is with every new episode, I promise to be entertaining. I promise to maybe maybe be informative. I don't know. You know, hopefully it's something you want to hear about. If not, then find the next episode. <laughs> this will be the most imperfect, perfect podcast. That I can tell you. So I hope you had fun. Gab, yeah, I hope you had it was fun. Great. Thank you so much for joining me. And we'll see you at the next episode. Bye. If you are hearing this message, I want to thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll return for more episodes. I'm truly grateful for you and this opportunity. The purpose of the Behind the Counter podcast is to bring food, people, and community together. I hope you'll return for more episodes and explore with me. I want to personally thank Fran Linnell of Design 68 for my amazing Behind the Counter podcast logo and Travis Lowenberg for my awesome Behind the Counter music and all the guests that take their time to sit and talk with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review on Spotify or wherever you hear your podcasts. If you'd like to support the Behind the Counter podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends and family, and you can follow me on Instagram at Heidi Blum. If you have any feedback or stories that you want to share, you can email me at foodsrbtc at gmail.com.